Hello, and welcome to Pressing Matters, a podcast talking about what matters most to WordPress developers and WordPress business owners. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plugin author, website owner, and developer working with Delicious Brains. And Jack's a plugin author and runs WordPress agency made with fuel. And now, on with the show. Hi, welcome to the... <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh, you do the intro then in five. I don't know. I don't. We didn't say if, who was going to do it. Do you want to do it? Shall I do it? I can't remember who did the last one. Oh, you do it. This you will do be it. our intro. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, to podcast. Happy bodged New Year. Um, yeah. So, shall I do it? Yeah, go for it. All right. Okay. Hello and welcome to uh, the first episode of Pressing Matters for 2019. Um, I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year's. Um, Ian, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Happy New Year, Jack. Um, thank you. Yeah, well, we, we missed a week, so we're sort of, I feel like we're really into the year already. It's kind of getting scary. Yeah, um, work's been, uh, I, I've been back to, week for, uh, to work for a week and it's already been really, really manic. So yeah, Christmas and New Year seems like a long time ago now uh, you know whenever I bump into someone new and say oh happy happy new year because you know something you do um I'm like that was quite a long time ago now yes yeah, I, I think people yeah. have stopped what, uh, what's the cutoff point do you think for saying happy happy new year or hope you had a good Christmas January yeah. the 2nd yeah probably <laughs> try not to be that nice to people so it's probably <laughs> stop saying it um yeah so did you had full two weeks off did you did you do anything in that time? Did you have a kind of um, unproductive time or like a lot of people find the time in between Christmas where they're not actually working on client work, they pick up other bits and bobs, side stuff. Did you do anything? Uh, no, well, no, I tried to stay away from work completely. I'd had a really, really crazy kind of, I would say a good three or four months before Christmas, really on the run up to Christmas where it was really, really busy. And I'd sort of, both intentionally and also accidentally double book myself in places as well, where I was literally working on two quite large projects at the same time. And um, I really, really needed a break. I, I felt that I've never really suffered from burnout. I've never really had a problem with burnout um, or, or I think probably come close to it. Um, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to get to that point, realize where your limits are and then, and then stop. You kind of, you know, want to kind of catch it way before that. And I think, it's probably the first time in you know the seven years nearly eight years actually of running my business oh eight years next month actually um that i felt really quite stressed so uh christmas was a welcome break however on the second day i think it was no no i broke up on a thursday before christmas and on the saturday i started to feel a bit odd and on sunday for the best part of well, the, the, basically over Christmas, uh, me and my wife came down with some sort of gastric flu. It was really horrible. Oh, and um, my daughter was fine. Our daughter was fine, but um, she, she didn't get anything at all. But we were, we were dreadful. And obviously my wife being um, now seven months pregnant, is, uh, it, was quite, it was quite rough, really. So, um, yeah, I felt a bit cheated out of my Christmas. But everything we wanted to do in those two weeks, we actually had to then cram into the second week. So, you know, last week now, I can't believe it was already a week ago, um, it was just insanely busy with all kinds of like DIY and house stuff, moving things around and, you know, reorganizing the house after you get given, 
you know gifts at christmas and all sorts yeah. of stuff so um yeah it was pretty pretty busy really but i didn't do any side stuff i i try and not do side stuff if i try and do any kind of side projects i try and make sure i include them in my working days so that i'm not spending too much time outside of my working days uh working um in some way or using a computer or or coding or designing whatever because the time can just slip away so easily and mm. i'd rather just find other other things to do you know um seven or eight hours of doing that a day is is kind of enough for me i'm quite happy with that so uh yeah very long answer to your question really how about yourself do you have the full t- the full two weeks off or yeah so um delicious brains kind of have a a quite a strict policy in terms of taking two weeks off over christmas um where we don't do any work and there's a kind of rotor set up for people just checking in on support to see if there's no dumpster fires in in help scout for people um which means like over the two-week period there's maybe three days where i would have gone on to help scout for 10 minutes answered a few questions did a few refunds and then just clocked off so from delicious brains point of view i didn't do anything which is really nice um early on in the Christmas period, I kind of used the time to crank out a few blog posts that had been on my list. So I did my year in review post for 2018 and I managed to write up my building of the, of my garden office post, which has just been on my radar for a while. And with your video series, it sort of inspired me to get that written up. Um, but then from then on, I just didn't do anything. It was quite nice. And it was a bit of a shock coming back um, at the start of this week. Which is my son's not been, back to preschool just yet or he's back now but yeah it's been a long long time off Uh, but I'm really excited for 2019 and I've been trying to get in my head straight um what I'm focusing on this year outside you know the projects and plugins that I run um yeah and uh, I'm excited for WordPress in 2019 as well I mean it's it's interesting because well I don't know about you with your client sites but um, I've been updating all my sites to 5.0.3, which is, again, one of the point releases that have come out quickly since 5 landed, um, purely to iterate on the block editor on Gutenberg. So it's, yeah, yeah I, I, how are you faring with the sort of the constant stream of updates and, and what's happening with your client site still uh, with Gutenberg? Are you, are you still ignoring it? Still ignoring it, yeah. Um, I came across uh, one the other day where it ha- I, I have the classic editor in, uh, installed, but the block editor was switched to yes in the writing settings. So, mm. um, so just to clarify, if 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 you haven't got classic editor installed, then you're just using the block editor now. If you have got it installed, then it allows you to um, choose between classic editor or block editor, and then it allows you to say whether or not you want users to be able to switch between the two. Uh, from the post list on the you know the, the on the all posts or all pages screen but mm. um i've got that switch to classic editor and no they can't change it uh, if you install the classic editor add-on um plugin that also hides all of that so there really is is really seamless it's just like wordpress four point something yeah um and I had one situation where it changed. I don't know if the client had done it or not. I, I highly doubt they would have gone that far into the settings at all. They, they have access to it. But mm. uh, ultimately, everything else has been more or less fine. I have noticed some problems with... Um, one problem specifically with Gutenberg for um, better notifications of WordPress. 
and um, a couple of problems that have appeared since 5.0. So they would have been just underlying code changes to the way you know certain notifications are sent out in WordPress. And so things like trying to override them or disable them within better notifications has stopped working. But they're minor and the they're not they're not the most commonly used notifications. So I'm just hoping to kind of fix those by the end of January. And we're, we're you know, soon the first third of January now, so that should be possible. Um, the problem I've got with Gutenberg actually is that if you've got the block editor enabled and you say create a new post and you've got a notification set up to send out an email when new posts are published, it will send out two notifications and switching to the classic editor fixes that. So I've got to try and work out what's going on there. But um, that's the only real Gutenberg-related issue. I say Gutenberg, it's the block editor now, isn't it? They yeah, seem to have shared yeah. the Gutenberg name quite quite quickly, quite easily, I think, personally. But um, yeah, it's that's the only kind of issue that I've really had. But otherwise, much like Matt Merlinweg said, um, install the classic editor, and it's just like you were using WordPress 4 with all the benefits of, you know, um, bug fixes and security updates and stuff like that you get with uh 5.0 so um and he's quite right and to me it feels a bit like there was uproar beforehand and there's less uproar now uh that it's all kind of happened because ultimately you install the classic editor and you kind of don't mm. have too much to complain about um but yeah like you very interested to see what happens in 20, 2019 and and how it how it sort of progresses and what people do with it because i think whilst they give you this platform to kind of develop on and and work with and build your blog posts with and all that sort of stuff um i'm interested to see what the community is going to do with the block editor how they're going to find clever and intuitive ways to to use it because there are all kinds of examples of that you know throughout wordpress where they give you some way to i don't know like bulk actions for example really minor thing but i think it's 4.4 introduced bulk actions so you know you can select a whole bunch of post and then click you know bulk action edit or something and then you can do something with them and i've got a few things that i'd like to do with that in my plugin but it was a very minor thing but it was really interesting to see how people use that to do very creative things with their plugin and i'm really interested to see how people are going to use the block editor for um you know not necessarily new blocks but how that how they're going to kind of use it for um pushing the platform forward how they're going to push you know that the idea of something forward could you reimagine how you create galleries for, for example or something like that it just takes someone to come along with something in innovative and i wonder mm -hmm. if they've given you a really good platform for that so i'm I'm interested to see what happens there yeah i am as well and i think th uh, there's definitely two sides to it though because i guess as a community and we speak really as a developer community, the plugin business community, I guess you, it's exciting because it's more new opportunities to improve on things. But on the other side of that, like from what I've seen, the Gutenberg plugin on WordPress, on the WordPress repository is still getting hammered with bad reviews. Like people yeah. are normal users of WordPress, like outside of the community, non-developers, people who just suddenly install 5.0, maybe from scratch or they've updated it and they see this this editor that they're not happy with and they're making their feelings known on the Gutenberg plugin, presumably because they find it from the call out, I don't know, but they're given um, on the dashboard, they're given bad reviews. So it'll be interesting to see how that improves or whether or not people, whether or not WordPress and um, the, the core team do stuff to address that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to try and make things better because of Gutenberg um, and 
I guess if that's the way it's happening or it's the way WordPress is going with the blocks, um, then why not go all in for that? And, you know, the plugins I use that you or the plugins that I build that have short codes, convert those to blocks and all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But also, did you see the WP Tavern article about how WordPress in 5.1 is, is uh, slated to remove all references to, to blog or blogging as WordPress is sort of goal and now it's changing blog to publishing so it's now a publishing platform it's not a blogging platform and remove all of those mentions of the word blog to try and turn it into or, or, or you know re reframe it in where it is now and it isn't just a blog it's a publishing platform which i thought was quite interesting um and i guess with the plans for phase two of gutenberg which is going to be the um blocks everywhere like blocks for widgets blocks for the menu blocks for i don't know like i guess this is going to be to be to be confirmed and decided mm. but yeah, yeah. definitely it, it's happening and it's going to be 100 percent soon i think yeah i did i did see that article on wp tavern um i i think it was probably due if i'm honest that kind of uh thing you know um I mean, you know, uh, I, I don't know why it's taken them this long, really. What, I, I almost wonder why that didn't come before 5.0. You know, it's, yeah, it's a bit it's, of an odd one, really. It's been more of a content management system than a blogging platform for a long time in many people's eyes and, and how they've used it. Um, so, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It does seem a bit, a bit late, but... Yeah, it's. I think one of the things that concerns me. There's two things that concern me. Is firstly that there's too much focus on like the competition, and how mm. that kind of affects things. Things like a uh, ghost, which obviously was a fork originally from WordPress, and then um, Medium and stuff like that, and how you construct posts and pages. It's not. It's important not to develop these things in a bubble, but at the same time, uh, I think you could spend all your time looking at competitors and what they're doing and i mean publishing platform competitors and uh get too caught up in that and i and i'm concerned with you know the block editor and um the change to the word publishing i know it's just a word but you know it's kind of what it represents overall it's the idea of wordpress isn't it um how if there's too much attention being paid there and not enough attention in other areas the other thing that concerns me is that i'm not particularly convinced that the current dashboard with wordpress is um is suitable for blocks everywhere it feels like um if you it looks like there's two design systems going on there's the there's the wordpress admin which is all well by default is kind of you know black and white or black and gray and then you've got the block editor which is quite you know it's light colored and it's quite um, a quite a different kind of design, and it almost feels like it's been sort of shoehorned into the available kind of content area. We've got the sidebar down one side, and then you've got the admin bar across the top, and then you've got this huge area for that screen, and it feels like it's just kind of been plopped there. And I'm not entirely sure that making blocking everything, you know, making it uh, menus blocks and widgets blocks and all that sort of stuff will work very well with the current admin. It feels a bit disjointed. People have always yeah. said, why is it widgets? Why isn't it called sidebars? I understand that widgets can be any, anywhere, but most places are 
you, you know, you put widgets in a sidebar. And when you're registering it in your code, it's you're registering a sidebar, which is where you put yeah, widgets. That doesn't so, help, kind of the yeah the semantics of it. But I guess there's the footer and uh, and also the the customizer is a is a different kind of way of editing, adding content, and changing. And that's all going to be wrapped up in the the future phases of Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I did see. I mean, I I've been using Gutenberg, which is probably a shock horror to a lot of people that know my feelings on how it's been implemented but i'm not against gutenberg or the block editor as such and you know the two blog posts i mentioned earlier i I wrote with the block editor and and i enjoyed it writing a post Mm -hmm. um there's some really really nice features on there um where you can kind of write native markdown or markdown and it will be instantly converted to uh, html in a block so i'm more used to writing markdown for blog posts um, before they get to the WordPress editor when I'm writing for deliciousbrains.com for the blog on there. So to write Markdown straight into the editor and have that just, you know, like a triple hash for an H3 um, header tag, you just, you know, as soon as you've done the three hashes and then you write your title, it just converts to styled as the H3 tag and presumably that's saved as HTML. So things like that are really nice. And I'm I'm looking forward to using it more but yeah, I see what you mean. It's going to be hard to to understand how it's all going to be tied together in a very uniform way when it all becomes blocks. Um, yeah, but, I almost feel just, like the customizer is a better kind of you know way to deal with that. You know, because you're kind of yeah. editing it all in kind of a live view, aren't you? Um, yeah, as opposed to the the back end front end thing, which they're, they're trying to sort of break down with the block editor, but it, it's almost done still in the back end. It's not quite. There's still that disconnect, which is that was has always been the biggest pain point of of WordPress, which is which I think why uh, you know so many drag and drop page builders exist. I mean, you know, I use Beaver Builder nearly every day, and. Mm. Uh, I, I can edit everything on the front end, you know, as a, as a user would see it more or less. So, um, yeah, it's it's just a bit odd. I'd be interested to see how it how it goes, or if that's even a consideration or anything like that. I'm surprised that the um, the way I usually work is that I get all the underlying stuff done first, and then do the the kind of the other stuff on top of that, um, which I don't think is an abnormal way of doing things. But it seems odd to me that there's still this you know, way of doing it. I, I'm not, con- I'm not, con- I'm not completely convinced that the right, this was all the right way around, you know, but I think that's, uh, the, that could be said about all parts of the block editor yeah. releasing experience. So there we go. So yeah. How, how do you feel your 2018 went in terms of business and your plugin and like, is there anything you, you're looking to do in 2019? Um, so 2018 was a good good year uh, for business. I think it was probably the best year, um, financially speaking, I've had, which has been really good. Um, I had some really good clients as well. I was very busy. I had a, a family holiday, first family holiday with my daughter. So that's the first family holiday in like three years. Uh, and, you know, previously going on holiday every year is, you know, that's a nice thing to do. So there is you know um i did a lot to my house you know there's lots of there was lots of wins and quite big wins i think for me in in 2018 and uh, on a, on a personal level you know you don't have to be always sort of you know outward facing as it were um 
I didn't do a massive amount of stuff to say my website or um, I probably didn't do as much as I thought I would to my plugin. Um, but I think actually, if you look at the number of releases and what I released um, and how I released it, I think they were successful. I think they were good. Um, in terms of 2019, one thing I did in 2018 was I, I want to release quite a few add-ons, like new add-ons. And as such, um, because I'm obviously a one person team with um a developer that i also use for for the development of better notifications um there's only so much i can do and i can't work on you know different add-ons concurrently usually i have mm -hmm. to kind of focus otherwise they you know the, the quality drops so um 2019 will be a lot about updating my existing add-ons and, and giving them some much needed attention um i suppose the benefit of not updating them is that it's given me enough time to kind of not only take in um customer and user feedback and think what I could add to them, but also to dwell on them and wonder if they're just because I've written them down, is it a good idea? Can I improve on that? You know, and kind of refine that kind of task. I use Trello for planning all this stuff out, refine that task, make loads of notes about it. And then by the end of however long it's been there, some of them have been there for years, you know, um, just make it a very succinct description. This is what I want to do. And then, and then work on that. And, I've got lots of that now for um, my most popular add-on. So I'm hoping to do that. There are some um, things, there's, there's always bug fixes usually, you know, to, to kind of deal with on a monthly or sort of two, three month kind of basis for the core plugin. Um, but mostly things are pretty good there these days. There's, there's always little ideas, but I think I've achieved a lot that I've, most of, you know, uh, the stuff I want to do with the core plugin. So I think, um, there won't be huge amounts of big core updates but add-on updates will be will be um i hope to release one every like say two months or something um and that should tackle quite a lot of the requested features so that's tw well, 2019 from a business point of view and i've got a client i'm working with at the moment uh, that i've been working with for about two months and i'm working with them until june so oh, wow. um, I'm, I'm thoroughly i'm thoroughly booked you know for work and uh, even got a client to speak to for after June as well now. So that's that's good. I'm not too worried about kind of work, at least for the first sort of six, seven months. And obviously on a personal level, I build my garden office. Uh, in fact, about 15 minutes before this call, a load of timber and sheet material arrived. So uh, I'm working on that this weekend and every it's weekend, good. more or less, until... It's getting uh, real, lunch. Yeah, it's getting very real, yeah. Um, so that's, that's good. Um, just hoping I get it all done and uh, my child doesn't decide to appear too early <laughs> um <clears throat> and then of course you know um second child uh, comes in um well due due middle of march so um that's uh, i'm going to taking four weeks off for that as well i took four weeks off when my daughter was born um and the way i looked at that was you get if you work for a company you get sort of statutory in the uk you get statutory two weeks paternity leave um and i thought well i work, I work for myself I'll, I'll take three and i thought I just ran it up to a month and that actually worked out fine as a but clients are happy for you. You know, people, people love babies usually. So, um, they, yeah. uh, they they always say, yeah, take, yeah, glad, great. You're taking a month off. That's wonderful. You know, so they're all perfectly happy and, and everything. So yeah, that's kind of, I'm thinking only up to about middle of March at the moment, but, um, the rest of my year is, uh, is just kind of set on getting to grips with this new kind of way of life, working out in the garden, um, dealing with two children, uh, and trying to sort of schedule in, um, work on my plugin, uh, in amongst just 
parentry work with this current client really um it's it, there's a lot to it more than that you know i can't boilly boil it down into like four or five bullet points but it's actually quite a straightforward kind of year i think compared to last year which was a lot of uh, planning and and stuff so yeah. yeah but how about yourself this episode is sponsored by integrate the instagram wordpress plugin which automatically creates posts from your instagram images and videos on your wordpress site find out more at integrate.io yeah i mean i i'm currently in the garden office with two kids and it, it does it definitely for the first year i felt i found it hard to you know think think so much about work and and have the time to do other things like it definitely it definitely sucks the time from from you um but things are getting much easier now and um now i'm planning for 2019 and thinking what i want to do with my instagram plugin and what i want to do with sort of the other plugins and the other sites that i run um so i'm kind of uh i'm i'm looking forward to the year and and trying to make sure that i write down sort of actionable goals that instead of just grow this or make this like you know try and grow the traffic by x percent of a site and um try and get uh some of the existing plugins that i've got improved updated maybe create a free version to put on the wordpress repository things like that that are um much more tangible goals um but yeah it's 2018 was was a, a good year at definitely had i mean we started the podcast for one which was good and yeah. um i'm surprised we sort of did it obviously with the back end of the year being pretty busy for both of us but that's good to good to get that out and uh, i'm still hosting or co-organizing my local wordpress meetup in bournemouth mm-hmm. which is going good guns i mean i'm actually speaking this month um about gutenberg i'm going to just do a bit of a tour and a bit of a um run through of what what the block editor is and how to use it and sort of gotchas and things like that to to the crowd which is predominantly a non-developer um user group but it's still quite a broad um range of people um so yeah i'm just i'm trying to balance the the sort of the thoughts when you when you start planning things and you get excited about the future and thinking oh i could do this and i could i could fix this and i can build this plugin or i could do this it's hard to sort of balance out the how you feel that you can do it and the excitement of doing it with actually time because it's it's hard to get down and and physically do the things you want to do so it's trying to be realistic i guess about the goals for the year but I'm, I'm like as we said before i'm excited about the wordpress side of things because there is opportunities there like even love it or hate it the block editor is is here to stay and and that means because we're plugin developers and we run wordpress businesses there is opportunities and there's obviously existing um, plugins and companies that are doing well with you know putting the eggs in the basket of the block editor so there's there's things that um from from a a business side are exciting me but maybe not so much from the user perspective but yeah the block editor is is a source of um inspiration i guess for for businesses and new op- new opportunities should i say um yeah no i agree i agree it was interesting what you said there about 
planning. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interject there, but um, no, it's, uh, it's what you're saying about planning and finding the time to kind of do the things and get excited about ideas and everything. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Um, funny enough, that's come up with a, a couple of times with a couple of different people with me recently about, you know, having time or not having a time or I want to do this in 2018, but I didn't do it. And um, I sort of just, just through sort of chatting to them, I realized that they don't actually book the time to do those things. And um, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a planner. I like planning things. Um, you know, I, I don't plan it down to the nth degree. I am for my garden office cause that's slightly different, but um, I'm, I don't like planning absolutely everything, but I, I like to have a rough plan in place and kind of, you know, try and try and make it work, try and stick to it. And, and I can rely on myself at, at my age to say, if I come up with a plan and I think it's a good plan, I will see it through. And it's one of those things where it's not if it will happen, it's just when it will happen. Um, but it's amazing how many people don't book in the time to do it or actually make any kind of plan rather than they just have an idea. An idea isn't a plan. And having, um, there's a great quote, which I don't know if it ever came from anywhere before this, but it's, it's from The Matrix, which I actually thought was really good. Um, it's, they're sat down at a table and they're talking to uh, a French chap can't remember his name and he says uh if you don't take time you'll never have time and that stuck with me ever since that film came out um and it's it's what i kind of apply to things whenever i i think of someone uh, planning something or think of someone saying oh i didn't do that but i didn't plan anything but i really wanted to do it that kind of thing I, well if you don't take the time if you don't plan it out if you don't put those things in and create a, a, an opportunity for yourself to do something you you will never have that opportunity to do it you'll never actually get it done and mm. um that's kind of what i re- think of whenever i try and plan something out and as such i think 2018 was a really good year because of how much planning and, and implementation i did uh, on, on that on that basis really so um yeah it's, it's just interesting what you say i just wonder how many you know new year's resolutions beginning of the year lots of people lots of ideas in the world you know and i wonder how much of that will get done and yeah people will put in those those plans yeah i'm definitely trying to take a different approach to how i plan this year because i mean i i work a, you know roughly four days a week for delicious brains but i can spread those hours throughout the week and i do that so i have time to work on my other plugins and my other products and, and things that, you know, do make some money. So it's kind of worth putting the effort in, but I, I have a bunch of those things like sites, plugins, um, that take time. And, and I generally last year had just a running to do list that would contain actions or bugs or problems or things to do across any of those, my personal projects. And I'd just be firefighting throughout the week and I'd be continually doing that. So I'd be, making sure I get all my hours done for delicious brains and then just picking off things that needed to be done across any of these projects. And a lot of things would just get pushed back because I'm switching between, you know, the Instagram plugin and this and this and my wife's site and all of this. Um, uh, and I'm trying to take a different approach this year to the planning. So I know that I've got four or five different projects that need my attention, they're personal projects. Um, and I'm thinking, well, why don't I concentrate, uh, you know, either a week or two weeks at a time on one thing. So in the working week, I'll do my hours for delicious brains. And if I do four days then Friday and, you know, some evening work, which I invariably do anyway, um, just concentrate on that one project for one or two weeks at a time, you know, and then just kind of cycle through them. So each thing should get an equal amount of um, time and effort 
uh, given to it because I've got you know a list of things I need to be doing for each thing and, I, and I've got the the actions and the goals I want to achieve but I'm figuring it, it unless I give everything kind of equal equal time then I won't get to some of these things because I'll just be caught up by firefighting for the next thing um so yeah that's that's definitely the the new approach I'm going to try and take this year and writing things down you know if, because you get so lost I I personally get lost between Trello GitHub issues um I'm using a notepad now and I'm just thinking well I need to I need to set some some actual to-do list items that are maybe higher level uh, and then just work through them because you get lost in the weeds with things with bug fixes and things that come out of nowhere and and it's hard not to actually accomplish the things you want to do um so it'd be interesting to see how my approach if i stick to that and if that's productive and it works for me throughout the year um yeah it's interesting what you say about you know sort of um it, all these things kind of spread everywhere i don't know if i've mentioned this on the the podcast or not but i use um zapier um which is like an api to api service mm. and i have i used to do this for my to-do app it works on my phone works on my desktop and they have an api so it means things like you know github issues or um you know rss feed items or whatever it might be everything gets put in um as a to-do with like a, a, a link it's all like kind of a markdown system that you've got to create to do's so it's quite mm. straightforward um to kind of link to things off text and all that sort of stuff and um so i know that i've basically got two to do's i've got my inbox which i try and keep to zero emails by the end of the day and then i've got my to-do list which i just have to work through and as things pop up i will deal with ones that are prioritized you know accordingly um, unfortunately, Todoist only has three levels of priority. Well, four if you account no priority whatsoever. Um, so, uh, you know, and they're color coded. You can't, can't change the color codes on them. You can't uh, add any more priorities than that, which is a bit of a shame because it would be useful to have more than three sometimes. Um, but uh, it does mean that everything's kind of in just two places, which I find really useful. Otherwise, I think I'd just get overloaded, um, to be honest with you. I try and make the things that I use work for me rather than me kind of constantly looking for stuff on them, you know. Mm. Um, but it's interesting what you say as well about having four four days and then five days, oh, sorry, four days working with delicious brains and then uh, Friday working on your own stuff and kind of block booking yourself for like a couple of weeks from focusing on a task. Um, something that I'm doing for this year is is getting back to, I basically decided, I think it was at the end of the summer, I decided that I was going to try and take Friday is a half day and it's really just like admin tasks, catching up, going into my co-working space, seeing other people, you know, and it kind of is nice round rounding off the week. Um, that was something I was going to try and re-implement. I was so busy that I couldn't do that in at the end of the, um, at the end of last year. And I wanted to try and re-implement it. It was like a new year's resolution to myself, try and try and do that. And actually I've been enforced to do that just through having to try and finish my garden office in time. So uh, this afternoon I'm going to the garden and I'm going to be working on that for the, the half the day. And that's something I really want to do and, and continue on with uh, be, beyond that as well. It's the, that's given me a reason to set a good, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, set a good pace for myself, you know, set, set that habit. That's what I'm trying to say. Just set a good habit for myself at the beginning of the year and then hoping that that yeah. will continue throughout the year after paternity leave and everything. So, um, yeah, there's a, that's about the only new year's resolution I had actually, was just try and be a bit better with Fridays that and not checking my email 
before and after work and during my lunch break because I felt I was very good at that and then I fell into that trap as I got busier. Yeah, I mean, I, I recently updated the iOS on my iPhone to whatever 12 it is latest with the screen time restrictions, oh, yeah. um, which I found quite helpful just to sort of say, right, limit social media to like 30 minutes or an hour or whatever a day and then have the the day starting at seven and finishing it at 10 and it will kind of block all the apps after that just to kind of, you know, limit screen time and um, make me more conscious of using the phone. And, and if suddenly I need to check, I don't know, there's, there's a, a reason why I need to check Twitter after I've used the screen to a lot of screen time for social media, then I've got to enter a code and I've got it, which is obviously much more useful for parents, but it makes me have to go through numerous clicks to get to something that really I don't need to look at. So I'm hoping that will kind of help me not use my phone that much um, for just needless stuff. And I definitely feel like I'm not using, I'm not looking as much. Uh, maybe I'm It's just so busy at the moment, but mm. I think it, obviously we, we didn't really have a specific topic for this, um, this week's podcast, but it's been quite nice just to talk through, you know, reflecting and, and, discussing what we're what we're doing next year i mean or this year even obviously we 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 probably should do more of an episode where we we actually talk uh in depth about what we're working on like coding challenges and things like that i mean um to to go down more of a development slant to an episode but if you're listening and you do want us to talk about a specific topic then please comment on um on, on the site or, or send us a message on Twitter uh, and let us know what you want to hear about because we've, we've got a backlog, I think, of topics that we've been noting down, haven't we, Jack? But it'd be nice mm-hmm. to to talk about stuff that um, you want to hear. So, yeah, but it's, it's been nice to have a chat, I think. And um, I think, well, obviously, the, the listeners probably will not necessarily enjoy it as much as us, but... I think we're enjoying using the podcast as a kind of, you know, a mini mastermind group between the two of us where we can just go through things and talk about things and, and be open and, um, yeah, just, just vent and discuss and, um, even problem solve as well if there's anything we've got going on. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I've definitely enjoyed that. Um, and, and I'm enjoying that in, in that way. Um, I think, it's useful for me. Obviously, I, I work um, not in isolation, but you know, I work on my own by myself four days a week. I see other people on Friday, and that's more or less it. And I see my family and stuff. Um, but it's nice to be able to, um, you know, uh, talk to yourself. Obviously, uh, usually on Fridays we do this. Uh, it's nice to be able to um, talk to um, get feedback from other people and kind of feel like I'm part of something actually. Um, which which I am because I work on WordPress and it's a big community. So it's 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 nice in that respect. To, even if you're, um, you know, the, the content that we're producing, I'm hoping it's okay and people like it. They seem to like it so far. Uh, you you all seem to like it. But um, if uh, you know, even even if you don't, it, we're contributing in some way. I, I feel I feel like it's you know it's something. So um, yeah, and it's it's nice to have. Um, an, in, an English podcast, I think, is, is what someone said. It's nice to have a, a, a WordPress podcast that's um, from two English people because a lot of them are, are American. You know, it's not, there's anything wrong with that. It's just nice to have a bit of variety. Mm. 
yeah no agreed yeah so well i guess we should wrap it up and um do let us know if you want a, a topic talked about and we'll we'll be um chatting again in a couple of weeks i guess yeah absolutely yeah i think we've rambled and taken up enough of everyone's time yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's the new year it's uh it's a, an easygoing episode. Yeah, we have talked, haven't we, about uh, meeting up briefly and doing a, you know, bringing a laptop and um, a microphone and uh, and doing like a one in a pub, and we just like actually face to face and kind of recording that. Um, and uh, that might be very rambly, especially if we're on, you know, beer two or three by that point. So <laughs> yeah. we'll have to see. You can wait for that one. <laughs> Get the truth. Truth coming out in the pub. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, it was good to talk to you, Jack, anyway. And you, yeah. I'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Bye.